We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard a house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah. And we are live on a Saturday yeah, we are. You are going to lose that spot. Why am I going to lose the spot? What I do? You forgot to change the scene when you started chugging your beer. But I thought that's what you had the thing for. Well, well, sometimes you switch it. Sometimes I do it. I don't know. My bad. We're all You're over the dedicated. place. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us on this Saturday version of The Last Call Podcast. Sometimes life gets in the way, but that's not going to stop us from bringing you quality content every single week. And we're bringing it to you on a Saturday today. Uh, thank you for joining the podcast where... Oh, wait. Hold on. I'm your host, Aaron Thompson, yeah. and as always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Nick Warner and Sean. That was He's a- just flustered. He's all over the place. I will say, um, good good recovery. I'm, yeah, I'm very impressed. I, I forgot very about impressed. that part. Was, but this is the podcast where Nick, Sean, and I attempt to drink six beers in 60 minutes while hosting this podcast. So uh, if you're at home on this Saturday and got nothing to do, uh, play along if you want to. I don't care. You know, just, I don't care. Just be safe. If you want to. Be safe. Drink responsibly. Don't do this while you're driving or drive after doing this or, <laughs> or anywhere in between. silly like that. Irresponsible. Yeah. No, no irresponsibility on this podcast ever. So. But as has become tradition over the past season and the start of this season, we are going to start with a brew review where we find a local beer. Did I did I mention that each beer does have to be at or above five percent alcohol? I don't know if you I just did. did. You just did. I just, just did. did. Um, we didn't really make that stipulation on brew review, did we? But I'm I'm pretty sure. I, uh, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure though because we we do review local or you know national beers uh that are craft beers most of the time uh they are probably over five percent but this week's uh brew review is brought to us by nick yeah i uh, kind of messed up on this one well i didn't you were traveling and so i was like oh i'll grab it and this was supposed to be around cinco de mayo so we're celebrating cinco de mayo a week and a day short i mean we had modelos last week that's you know yeah well i whatever it it doesn't go along with the theme whatever anyway we're gonna do it again uh so this week we have pachanga made by sun king brewery which is a local indianapolis brewery i don't even know they've gotten pretty big yeah they's decent don't they have multiple they have a location up in uh fishers now too right fishers carmel but what's their town what's their distribution do they go nationally uh, uh, probably not. I, don't I, I feel like they're they're well spread around Indiana. Maybe Midwest. Yeah, probably. maybe Midwest. So uh, they've definitely grown significantly, which is kind of cool. Um, I remember when I was like in college, I feel like that's when it first got started in my mind. I might be off on my timeline, but anyway. So Pachanga, Mexican style lager. There is a pinata on the front. So mm-hmm. nice, uh, real festive. So yes, this would have been great for... Gerald, yeah. is that actually, or did you just name him? No, I just named him. I think uh, Dylan Francis at one point in time had like a pinata as like a uh, mascot, something like that, and his name was Gerald. Gerald so the pinata. Yeah. Gerald it is. That's what we're going with. Well, let's see how this one is. This one is a Mexican-style lager, so we are have drifted away from the sours that we normally do. Somebody had to break tradition. It's got to it, happen. It would have been a great beer on Cinco de Mayo, but again... It was uh, it was Sean's turn, and we weren't sure if he was going to have one, so we did. What what did we do last week? What was that one? It was a golden sour, I believe. Yeah, from somewhere in Carolina, mm-hmm. North Carolina. 
Yes, and then Warner, you were close. It was 2009, so that would have been right when you started. Uh, second year of high school? Can't, uh, I can't remember. Yeah, I said college, so I was, what, three years off? Yeah, a little bit. Ah. Just a little bit. That's fine. Well, I'm the, okay with that. The head rating is uh, is high on this one, waiting for it to go down a little bit. So Solid foam it. score. Solid yep. foam score. That's, uh, that's always priority one. So I might have said this before, but I was told... I went to um, the Heineken experience when I was in Amsterdam and they were telling you or telling us that a good head on a beer actually keeps it fresher for longer Mm -hmm. and you're actually supposed to drink under the foam and then the foam acts as almost like a barrier to the air. I could see that. I'll buy that. So that's... uh, It's like you're putting the cap back on your beer every time you drink. Kind of. Yeah. The foam is acting as the cap and it's supposed to keep it fresher for longer. So you actually do want at least a little bit of a head on your beer, but mm. not one that takes, you know, 15 years to get down because no, no, otherwise like all the foam just goes straight into your eyes when you're trying to drink it, you know, and then you're speaking from experience. Yes. Yes. I will say it is a little annoying when like sometimes you just like two or three drinks, you're just like foam, foam, foam. I'm like, Jesus Christ, do I have beer? Do I have foam? Exactly. And drinking under that much foam is very hard to do when there is that much of it. So, all right, I think it's settled right, a little bit. Let's 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 get these scores going so we can get onto the content. Uh, I'm a I've, I've had this beer plenty of times. I, I am a fan of it. For me, it's a solid seven. It's like you knew that score. You I, I I've kept that for years and years. It's a it's a it's, it, it's a solid. Like I've I've had it. Like I think the first time I ever had it was uh, at a uh, Indians baseball game. Yeah, and it was you know great combo with the hot dog. Nothing like a pachanga at a minor league baseball game. Yeah. My turn? Yeah. You were looking at me like it's my oh, turn. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I'll give mine real quick. Uh, I'll give it a 6.8. Okay. 6.8. Um, it's good. It's a little heavy, oh. in my opinion. It, it is a little bit heavy. So on a hot summer day at a ballpark, I don't know if it would be my go-to beer. I don't know. It's pretty good. I think I'm, it's I'm easier not... to drink than an IPA. Well, I've yeah, done that on a hot summer day, and that's not very fun no that's not have you ever tried i um i chugged a blue moon one time that was a mistake <laughs> that was that was a terrible experience i could see that being drinkable oh chuggable chuggable yeah. uh, it, it was pretty heavy and, yeah. and it definitely hurt the old chest there for a minute but anything's chuggable uh, bitch <laughs> okay so that's that's how today's gonna go i guess um, very aggressive <laughs> sorry uh i'm gonna say it's good i'm gonna say six four Six four, I think six four. All right, solid beer. Nothing, in my opinion, nothing super special about it, but it's a solid beer. Six four, six eight, and a seven gives us an average of a six point seven. Uh, untapped converted score six point nine four. Not far off. Good job, guys. Close. Good job. Pretty close. Well, happy belated Cinco de Mayo. Very much so. All right. Now on to the content. On to the content. Sean, uh, you were you were clamoring about something you had that you wanted to share or it, it, talk it, about? It is something to share slash it's more of a question, you know, an open forum, if you would. Uh, like so have you I want an example of a time where you've done something and uh, so I'm gonna give the example is today I mowed the grass and I haven't done that in a long time. And I, you know, got the got the lawnmower out, filled it up with some gas and I'm going through mowing the lawn and I'm I've almost completed, probably ninety-five percent complete. The lawnmower runs out of gas. And I was mm. like, shit. And so I go back into the garage, the gas can's empty. So I was like, fuck. Okay, well, 
I really don't want to drive down the street to go fill this up with gas. And so I just look over at the trusty weed eater and I'm like, well, buddy, you have another job today that you didn't think you were going to have. <laughs> okay, hold on. Did you weed eat the rest of the yard or did you siphon the gas out of one into no, the, the other? Weed, the weed eater is electric. So I oh. so he stuffed the battery into the <laughs> gas lawnmower and then continued his on. <laughs> I didn't realize that it was battery. Yeah. So I, uh, it, instead of just being so stubborn and like just, I should have just fucking went to the gas station got some more gas but nope i decided that i was just gonna finish it all out with the weed eater and i it probably took me longer than it would have if i would have just gone to the gas station gotten gas came back and did it but i was just like no i'm not doing it well if it makes you feel any better when i drove up i did not notice like a huge it wasn't like you did a hack job on half the yard that you did with the weed eater and then the other one looked good because it was a lawnmower it was there's there's a slight difference you know i I didn't you know give it just you know the same level of haircut that the lawnmower did but you know it's it's good enough to pass you know any like quick scrutiny so i there there are times where i want to throw out polls and maybe we should start doing this on our instagram um at the t-h-e-e last call podcast on instagram does the lawnmower in my in my experience anytime i've grabbed a lawnmower like to go cut the yard there is gas in it it might not be a lot but there is always gas in the lawnmower and so my my question is is there just always gas in the lawnmower there's always gas in the i've never like gone to get a lawnmower and tried to pull it and it not have gas in it already. I can well, tell I you can, right now, there's one, a, one, one out there that doesn't <laughs> have gas in it. So you're wrong. I bet I could get it to start up. That's the thing. There's, I think there's always gas in the lawnmower. Oh, okay, let's, maybe, we'll, maybe. we'll do that after this. <laughs> okay. We will, maybe we'll do a, a story of us trying, but I, there what? are just some things that just always, just like when you go to the grocery store, that your cart is always going to have, food? there's always going to have a squeaky wheel. It just it just uh, happens that way. Your car always has the squeaky yeah, wheel. I, I get what you're saying. I, I use uh, a basket, so like it, it, use a basket yeah, all the time, no matter where you go. I mean, I mean, those only, are big stores. Sometimes I only need a specific amount of food. I only buy food for the exact week, so I don't like. I know exactly what I'm buying. I know it fits in the basket, so in the basket I grab. See, I'm a fan of like the small carts, like the the half cart where it's got the small basket up top and the little bit bigger basket at the bottom big fan of those cards those those and there are never enough of those that's yeah. another thing that always happens there are never enough of those so you know what there's always enough of baskets <laughs> because mm. nobody uses a basket now i want to see Did, one of you guys holding three baskets with all of your groceries as you're walking through ha- have you ever gone into the grocery store to pick up like a, a small item or what you think is just like one or two items and then you walk out and like okay let me let me start this over I have gone into the grocery store before to pick up like two or three items and then I see other things and I pick up along the way. And so I didn't get a basket. I didn't get a cart because I'm like, oh, two or three items. I can easily carry that. And then by the time I pick up the last item, I'm like, I should have gotten a cart, I, but it's like too late now. I can't just walk to the front with all my items, dump it in the basket and go see, back. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's, a, it's, a, it's an, a time when you're being more stubborn. You probably should just go walk back up there and get the fucking basket. Be like, nope, I've, I'm, I've assigned myself this task and I'll, I'm just going to see it through. I'm going to look like an idiot carrying five pounds of ground beef and shit and I'm going to drop it eventually. But Well, and then I start to look like I'm stealing shit because I'm lining my pockets. <laughs> it's just you like, actually put what? stuff in your pockets? To try to carry it, uh, if if I was a little bit too ambitious and I have more items than I should and should have gotten a basket, yeah. I'll put stuff in my pockets to try to get it up there. He's got a whole jar. I am of not. Salsa. I am like, not that. Fuck? I am not that bold, dude. I literally, 
am like paranoid about somebody thinking that I'm stealing something, I will walk around the store with the thing that I'm buying and like like this. I'm not taking See? this. I'm not, not taking it this. It is in plain sight. Like you could tell it, where it is are, at all are, times. Are you also stopping at the uh, door checker to give them your receipt? Just like, see, no, see, I, that <laughs> I, I bought it. Right out. You, clearly, this is today's date receipt on the receipt. I no. didn't steal it. Have you ever seen the? Uh, there's a guy that does like security videos at gas stations and catches people stealing all the time. Like, like in the store? In the store. Like he is stupidly good at it, has picked up on everybody's little things that they do. Like everybody that is going to steal at a gas station, they'll walk in, they'll look up at the counter first thing they do when they walk in. And then they'll kind of wander around the store aimlessly, whatever, and then look up at the counter and then come back and then look up at the counter like they're very obviously stealing. And so he picks up on those cues and then like checks the cameras and everything and then catches them. And so, like, every time I walk into a gas station now, I think that guy's watching me, even yeah. though he's not there. Uh, it, man, I've been to some gas stations where the attendants could not care any less than they do. Yeah, definitely. Where they, yeah, they just, they're oblivious to everything. They don't care. Even when you go to check out, they're just like, yeah, whatever. And then, well, like, I mean, technically, like, when I used to work at a grocery store when I was in high school, and... <clears throat> like they have people that are security there and if someone steals something they can try to like hey don't do that but like they're not actually allowed to like try and stop them and like people can sue if like you know security card tackles you for stealing and most of the time you just just so messed up just let it go because the the store's insured so it's like they'll just make an insurance claim for the stuff that was stolen they'll still get their money like it's not really worth it's so like sometimes you know i when I'm 16 and I'm checking somebody out, they steal shit. I'm like, dude, I don't care. Like, this is not worth my time at all. Well, and you never know what they're going to do, right? Uh, you never know how they're going to react. They could go off on you. You could get hurt. And it's like, for what, a candy bar? You know, it's, so, it's just not yeah. going to deal with it. It's not worth my time. But but I understand not being able, like, they, they're not police officers, so they can't detain you. Right. But if they do call the police and the police are there, they can do something about it. But, um, Okay, I want to I want to go back to your question. Sorry for the hard pivot on because the original question was about what do you, have you ever just been so stubborn like you made your life way harder doing something <laughs> when you could have just done the easier alternative but you just already set your mind like nope, I'm just going to do it this way. Yeah. Uh the the only one trip from the car again going back to the grocery store mm. or really anything is if I I'm going to go in the least amount of trips. I don't care if I drop half my groceries. <laughs> it's one trip I am not going back to the car for a second trip i don't know why it just it's frustrating to have to make two trips i get more angry having to make two trips for some reason maybe that's a personal flaw i don't know a character yeah, flaw i mean there's a lot of people that do it there are memes out there about making one trip and so i don't think it's just a you thing i think there's everybody that goes through that i'm trying to think of we talked about the grocery store and that i'm trying to think if there's anything else necessarily that i do just out of spite because there are definitely things that it's just like i know i should do it this way but fuck it i'm gonna do it this other way just because i don't know i think one of the things i'm stubborn about is uh instruction manuals i will not use the instruction manual until i get stuck and then i'll go to the instruction manual so i'll put everything together as best as i can and then the minute that I'm like, I don't know what to do from here, then I'll go check the instruction manual. And then it'll tell me that I did steps one through five incorrectly. <laughs> and then I have to go back and redo those. I think for me that that is very dependent on what I'm doing. If I'm hanging a TV, 
I'm going to follow the instructions. I don't want to assemble something incorrectly to a point where I'm risking a TV falling off because I did it incorrectly. So it depends on the level of risk. Depends on the level of risk. Yeah. I'm a, I just always follow the instructions because I just like I, said, I don't want to have to go back and redo it. Like yeah. I, that's my most frustrating thing is like I'll have to be like, oh, dude, seriously, I did this wrong. I'm like, fuck. One of my roommates um, was trying to put together his grill that he bought and i'm down in the basement and he's putting it together on a saturday and i just hear bang 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 bang. i'm like what is going on and i I go upstairs he's like sorry man i'm putting together my grill where in the instructions does it say you need a hammer to probably to to put together this grill so he was like uh yeah i read the instructions i completely he like had turned it around it was facing the wrong way and then he like turned it and just dropped right in (laughs) and he was trying to force it i'm not justifying his actions but there are some bad instruction manuals out there like where you can definitely tell they're like oh whoever did this had no idea what they were doing i love the ones where it's show it shows you the picture of what it's supposed to like this piece is supposed to look like versus this piece and you're looking at the pieces in your hands and you're like they don't look like this at all they're it's like whatever this instruction manual was for is not for what i'm holding yeah. because they are just completely opposite and just not looking how do you do with ikea furniture <laughs> i don't think i've ever bought any ikea i've been to ikea but i've never bought a furniture from i think the only thing i have from them is my bed and it was pretty i mean it's pretty straightforward i know i think their stuff goes to it goes together very well really yeah instructions are good oh yeah oh that's good to hear yeah i mean they kind of brand on it you know it's it's easy to put together like you know like the idea is that you save money because you're buying something that you're putting together versus buying it you know pre-assembled or having someone do it for you it's also thin as hell yes that is that is tissue paper wood yeah i know for a while like around christmas time stores were actually offering an additional payment to put it together for you so like, or like christmas gifts for kids toys yep where you could pay five ten whatever amount of money and then they would assemble it for you i thought about starting a business just assembling people's ikea furniture is there are lazy people out there that do not want to do it you can't no you can't like uh anytime you buy something off amazon they'll like they, they give you an option like oh do you need a professional come like so hang your tv you buy it like, like oh yeah i just want to i want to take it to the extreme and be like yeah i bought the ten thousand piece lego set for the, the, the <laughs> like yeah i'm gonna go ahead and pay 20 bucks for some idiot to come in here and put this together <laughs> like i get enjoyment out of that you i'd probably pay twenty dollars to assemble that that's a bad business model okay well <laughs> if you well that's, the that's thing. why i'm not in business <laughs> <laughs> if you were to charge something how do you charge for that do you charge per hour? Do you I charge per pieces? How many pieces there are? I believe I think it's like the way that Amazon does it is is kind of just like a a level of difficulty. Like so, like there's things that like you can assume most people can do, and then once you start getting a little outside of that, is like when the rate goes up. Because I think there's even like um like setting up a router. I think you can, when you buy one off Amazon, I think they also offer one. So like, hey, do you need someone to come in and set this up for you? That one I think is actually pretty expensive because for whatever reason, most people can't set up a router correctly the first time and then they get frustrated and you know, they, they just want internet. I'm imagining you doing that job and just being frustrated with the people not being able to do it. No, I, yeah, and that's, you're just like, why, why can't you do this? In, in my professional career, I've had to have a capacity of like support for end users in the software realm 
Um, and it's always the most frustrating thing. And I'm like, dude, I don't know what the fuck you guys like, like what you're thinking. I, the one time that always pops into my mind is when I was working, uh, for Honda and when I was at the plant and we have this, they had this one piece of machinery that would essentially take the body of the car and then made it to the, uh, front end and back end, like, so the transmission, the engine, and then also all that in one go. So it's you know, this huge machine all automated and it's you just a, put it up in the air and then drop it like <laughs> yep <laughs> smacks right on there it, fit, it fits like a glove but it's like super critical process like if anything happens there like it's an immediate like you know everyone's calling on the radios like holy shit like something's down like we need to be, we need to be watching this so we get called out there one time because like, hey the computer's messing up like i can't like put this this and this in i was like okay dude we'll be right out there we run out there um we're looking at the machine it looks fine and I'm like, so like, what, like, explain to me what exactly is going wrong. He's like, oh, we're, we're trying to type in the, the VIN number of the car and all this, and it's just nothing's popping up. And like, it's, we're, we're, we're getting behind. Like, we're getting behind. And I'm like, okay, dude, chill out. We'll, we'll get it fixed. I look over. Time is money. Time is money. The motherfucker has the num lock off. Oh, I'm my like, God. I was like, I clicked it on the keyboard. I was like, try it now. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like, seriously? Like, are you, are you kidding me? Like, that, that just happened. I, I think people just. I don't know. People give up so easily in the minute there's something wrong. They don't want to try to dig in and learn. I think there's an element learn. of like panic to it where like they're like freaking For sure. out because For sure. you know the the cars need to keep moving. They only have sixty seconds between processes, so like they're freaking out. Um, right now, you're the person. You're the problem. Yeah, and it's just like well. It's just stuff like that every day. I'm like, I just can't believe like the lack of just common sense, I guess. You know, com- what's the saying? Common sense isn't really common or something like that. Yeah, definitely not. And so it's like a lot of stuff I feel like anyone can do. It's just, it's truly, do you want to put the effort out? And it's the lack of effort that people don't want to do. Like, you know, setting up a router is not that difficult if you follow the instructions. But people are like, oh, what's this? I'm I'm not reading that. These computers don't make no sense to me. I do hate how often the simplest solution is the most effective. So I was, I don't know how long ago this was, but I was having trouble with my Xbox. I couldn't join a party chat. I couldn't do anything. I call up Xbox. I'm like, I'm getting this error message. I've Googled it. Can't find anything on it. And they go, well, have you tried like turning it off, unplugging it? Classic. Have you started it? Plugging it back in and turning it back on? I was like, no, <laughs> did it worked immediately? Fine. Yep. I'm like, I'm sorry to have wasted your time, <laughs> and I hung up. <laughs> well, you, I, you hit me up when I was at the gym one day, like, oh my my computer, this. I was like, restart it, dude. I didn't restart it. And he that did. Like, one boom, worked just fine. That was the weirdest thing. I moved icons, just shortcuts on my computer into a folder. And that just threw everything out of whack. So then I had to take everything out, and then I restarted, and then it started working again. So I I refuse to put those icons in a folder again. They are staying on my desktop. My desktop is so cluttered with icons because I'm afraid of what's going to happen. I'm afraid of what you're going to be like at 55, 60 years old. You're going to be a menace to any grandkids you have. <laughs> yes. Hey, can you come over here and fix, fix the this. 3D projector? I can't get it to work right. Like, Grandpa, just restarted. We told you. I, I, like, I don't know what that is. My parents are at the age where they're starting to like, uh, be, you know, they don't even want to try. They're just like, here, do this, whatever. I'm scared for what you're going to be like. There are guys in their 50s who I work with who tell me that they think I'm an old man because they're like, why are you not using the, you know, this program to do this, that and the other? It's like, because I don't like it. it. It's not. Oh, God. I find it to be less efficient than the way that I've been doing it. And 
<laughs> they get upset with me about it. I was Luckily, sorry. I was blessed. Like my dad's in tech. So like he knows how to do all that stuff. And so like, I know I'm never going to get a call from him to, Oh, can you fix my TV? Like, Nope. He also you know, does everything else as well. You know, he's the one of the last few true handymen I think I've ever like, Oh yeah, I can fix that. I can fix that. I can fix that. I got the tools for that. I think my biggest problem is I have a tr- problem with technology and fixing technology when I don't know, wh- like there's no reason for something to be doing what it's doing. Again, when I move those icons, I never thought that it would like fry my entire thing and I couldn't do anything. So I started to panic and I couldn't figure out what to do. But if it's he panicked, the lines the lines going down. Oh shit, dude! It's my icons. Fuck. Do you know how often that actually happens to me? Where I I like I just panic and it Uh, makes such a dumb decision. Got that deer in the headlight look. I I went up to the the bar the other night and. my girl, my, what do I want to drink? What do I want to drink? What well, do I want to drink? My girlfriend said, I don't care. Just get me something fruity. I was like, do you have anything like fruity? And then the waitress proceeds to tell me we have lemon, lime, black cherry, and whatever. And I'm assuming these are seltzers, but she didn't tell me what type or anything like that. Vodka Sprite. Well, it's, that's not what I did. I just said grapefruit. <laughs> I wish that I, I wish they would come back with like legitimate fruit. Like, here you go, sir. You'd be like... <laughs> Well, you did <laughs> Wait, say you wanted something fruity, and here it is. I will say, so we went to um, the beer garden downtown, mm-hmm. and a Raskeller. Yeah, I, I didn't know if we wanted to name it or not, but the Raskeller. So we go, we go down there. It's a beer garden downtown, and they do have food that you can order out in the beer garden. And so I placed my order for food, and everybody else is like getting like to go boxes out in the beer garden. They bring my on a ceramic plate with like metal utensils and stuff and i'm like fancy what am i supposed to do with this have a nice meal yeah that's <laughs> eat dinner why are you so shocked by this because i'm looking around at everybody else and nobody else got this well, except then for me look down on them like peasants like they are <laughs> oh they don't they're even have silverware yeah they're just scooping it out of their to-go boxes meanwhile you're yes well gross. and so i, I have a butler too well i did walk it up to the kid that gave me the food i was like dude i don't know what to do with this here you go <laughs> he gave it to him he's like oh okay and walked it to the kitchen i was like why would you give me that i'm, I'm in an outdoor beer garden i'm not at a restaurant nobody's waiting on our table i mean technically the rascular is a restaurant with a beer garden okay well we were in the beer garden section not the restaurant section did you order from the restaurant i would say yes i Maybe I, I'm assuming that's where the food came from, and, and there lies the problem. <laughs> no, well, I ordered it we outside. That's called, called root cause analysis. That, Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. That, <laughs> it just threw me off. When, Meanwhile, they're in the kitchen, like, yeah, well, there's some guy in the beer garden that's trying to order from the restaurant. I don't know what is he's allowed. Doing. Is this legal? Oh, so when they bring the food out, they also put it in these warmers until you come pick it up because they don't give you a number. They don't bring it to your table. It's a pretty big beer garden. It can get really busy. So I, I get it. They want you to come pick up your food, but they put them in these heat warmers. And so it was, it was definitely a surprise to me when I look inside the heat, you know, thing and everything is, you know, just kind of styrofoam containers. I mean, it's not that hot. It's just keeping it warm. But then he pulls mine out and it's on a dish and he's like, be careful. It's really hot. I'm like, you just put a ceramic plate in an oven. Yes, I'm pretty sure it's going to be hot. Thank you. <laughs> and so I have to like try not to drop it on my way back to the table. He definitely looked at you and judged you. He was like, nah, I should give this guy a second warning. Yeah. <laughs> just, I don't trust him. This guy needs it. I'm pretty sure he thought I was going to take the top plate off because it was the bottom base plate and then there was the bowl on top of it. Yeah. And so 
I'm sure he thought I was going to just grab the bowl and just drop it. Oh. Speaking of things you don't want to drop. Okay. All right. Good segue, right? Yeah, great. Yeah, right. yeah. The ball. Uh, so, I saw this story last week where I saw a picture of a McLaren Senna. You know what a McLaren Senna is? I know what a McLaren is. Car. It's a it's a very expensive car. Not many of them out there. Um, being hoisted in a, by a crane. Middle of the air, like way up there. Oh, man. For what purpose? So, this millionaire... Of course. ...wanted to put his McLaren Senna up in his penthouse. Um, so, don't know why. That seems Still like a millionaire to thing this to do. One out. I'm going to buy this car that I'm not going to drive, but I'm going to keep it in my house. Yeah. So, this uh, Adrian... Portelli Portelli has craned his McLaren Senna GTR race car into his newly acquired $39 million Melbourne penthouse. All right. We've got pictures here. You ready? Oh, boy. Look at that. Just hovering up in the air. I don't know what but, story so that is. That is Jesus. What are they? Where are they going to take that through? They're, they're they, have to they, take out the open, they open up the windows of the actual building itself and like shove the car into it the windows are that i don't know if they they it looked like thought, they dismantled the the uh the the penthouse windows like and everything yeah it looks like so sorry can you hit uh right arrow there he is the the man himself uh, little, Adrian, little penthouse. So it's he's got like a construction vest, a high vis vest on, and like I've seen other pictures, and it looks like the uh, apartment's still under construction. He just had to get yeah, it looks unfinished. He had to get his centerpiece yeah. inside first because so he's going to build the house around yeah. it. So my guess is it was maybe it was easier to pull the windows now. But well, so th- this is like a common thing. So like my the company I currently work for, we we got a new office downtown, and so we we're building out two floors in a high rise and they wanted a staircase that would go from one floor to the other uh which before wasn't there like there were two separate floors they had to you know cut a hole in the floor but instead of just building the staircase you know taking the materials up and putting them in there they did the same thing they had to basically break open a window and then they had the a crane hoist this fully welded staircase up in there. And I was like, this seems really extra. Like, why couldn't you just build the staircase on the floor? And But nope, that's how they did it. And I was like, is that is that truly the best method for this? Or is Can this you like buy a- IKEA staircases? <laughs> is that a thing? I don't. I don't think so. We can have Aaron install. Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't <laughs> think you want me to install <laughs> that. Doesn't use instructions. He's spending three hours putting it together. I'm like, oh, I'm finally stuck. And he's like, oh, I've done everything wrong. I guess I got to take this apart now. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's calling one of the experts. Hey, I'll give you twenty dollars to come down to this building. <laughs> I really need this done today, though. Please, come on. I thought this is just yeah, absolutely insane. Insane. So one of three of these cars in the southern hemisphere, one of seventy five available globally. And just it's never gonna be driven though. That's what, that's what pisses me that's, off. That's but, what's well, goofy I think, about it. But I think that's why he's doing it, right? That's why I don't necessarily agree that this is the dumbest thing that anybody's ever done, right? It, it's it, because if it's your my understanding, I'm not a car guy. You you are the car guy, Nick. 
when you have a car like that, you don't want to put a bunch of miles on it. You're not driving that around every day. That is a car to go to a special event in or... Not not anymore. Well, not anymore. (laughs) Obviously not anymore. (laughs) You have to come to the special event in his penthouse, which he probably is doing. I just hope that, like, you know, he has his girlfriend say, hey, babe, let's take a ride. And then he just, they just get in the car in the penthouse and then, you know, just put some music on. He's like, yeah, it's a good ride. It's like, what the fuck? Like, you have a $4 million car, $5 million car, however expensive it is. He's probably never going to be able to start it. I'm guessing the HVAC, I don't know, maybe in a penthouse like that, it's got a good enough HVAC system to suck the fumes out. I don't think that any HVAC system in a, in a, a residential address is going to be rated for car exhaust. You never know. I mean, clearly the windows open up a pretty good deal. You just, you know, turn the car towards the windows and open it up real quick. I don't think they open. I think they had to open them forcefully for this. He can get it to the ground really quickly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just makes me think of that, the the fucking Fast and Furious movie where they drive that one car off of one skyscraper into another one. Yep. I saw a meme. It was something about how when Fast and Furious started, Ludacris was running street races on the side to just make a little extra money. Yeah. And then by the ninth movie, he's hacking into the FBI and CIA and whatever. It's like, at what point between movies one and nine did he learn these computer hacking he, skills? He had a hobby. He decided he, he wanted to up his skills, you know, put it on his resume. He's you were talking about a man that read the instructions. He... He read the instructions on how to hack the database because he was running a chop shop with a side street racing gig, he and was, now he's he, a world-renowned well, hacker. He was, he, I, I believe he was the guy that also he programmed the ECUs or whatever it was on the cars as well. So like he at least like had some like beginnings of like, oh yeah, I, I like computers. He's probably the one that wrote the program where it says danger to manifold in the floor no, 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 falls no, out. No, that he wasn't. That's why Paul oh, lost that race. Okay. You know? he, okay. He fucked up. All right. Are you guys going to see the new Fast and Furious movie? Oh, absolutely. Mm. I'm taking him. I'm watching fall asleep. It, it is funny. You you have trained him. So it's Pavlov's dog. Pavlov's dog. Pavlov's dog, yeah. So if you don't know about this experiment, a guy named Pavlov, I don't know what nationality he was. I think he was German, maybe. It's got to be Russian, right? Maybe. I, I couldn't tell you. Anyways, he what he do every time a bell rang he would feed his dogs and he trained his dogs that every time the bell rang the dogs would come to get food and it didn't matter if there was food or not anytime they heard a bell they just expected food warner has been trained to anytime a fast and furious movie is on tv not just any fast and furious, any any car related media ford versus ferrari yeah. fast and furious you name it he falls asleep so the newest not the newest but the the last movie that was released i think that was the nine the fast nine or whatever the one where they go to space yeah we get there the movie starts and he passes out <laughs> and falls asleep he paid he paid a, the price of admission for a ticket and then fell asleep in the movie because he has been trained to fall asleep during car movies it was a good nap i'm, I'm sure it was it was I, two hours i will say the weirdest part was I was watching, and there were cars driving around. There were things happening. And to this day, I've still never finished the movie. I think I tried to watch it <laughs> a can't. second time, and I couldn't finish it. But the first time I went, I was watching the movie. Cars were driving on the ground. I fall asleep. I wake up. They're in space. They're in space. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. What happened? 
So, yeah, I don't know. Some guy took his car and flung it up there with a crane, and now they're in space. It's probably what's going to happen to that car. That was a really big crane, though. Really nope. big crane. Absolutely no idea what was going on in that movie at Papal, all. Papal it was it, like I just like how yeah. those movies, like, it, they started off like, okay, kind of realistic, kind of fun. Like, I love to living see it. your life a quarter mile at a time. I love, I love seeing the nitty gritty of like the car scene. And then it just like, then they just said, fuck it, dude, let's just get wild with it. And we're going to like now, you know, these, these fucking street racers are now the government's dogs to do whatever silly thing they want. And it, it's just been, a, I think I it's just hilarious. I want them to go back one, one last movie. Maybe this is a whole point. One last movie where they just go back to only street racing. I think I mean, that'd be I, awesome. I could see that and I, just end it. Please be done. Because I think they're like, well, now they have like this whole universe. You know, isn't Hobbs and Shaw part of that whole part of it too? Oh, so, yeah, like, with I think Jason Statham and the Rock, like Marvel. Yeah, yeah. you have got all these spinoffs now. We'll see that. Mm-hmm. Also, that rolls great into my next topic. Go for it. So, we've all seen a lot of the Marvel movies in general, and you know, there's all there's countless superheroes and all all these things that are created. You know, comic books, fun stuff like that. At what point, like, do you like try as as a, someone who's trying to make a comic book or create an original character? Like, how do you think of something that's just like so unique? Because like everyone's like, oh yeah, he's super fast, he's super strong. Oh, he's got laser eyes, he can fly. Like, how does someone now with all of this history, you know, sixty plus years, seventy years of people making comic books and characters, like, come up with like a unique character that like has to? grab your attention because you're like yeah this is just superman 2.0 i don't really give a shit about this and unfortunately i feel like what's happening with superheroes is they don't have unique powers it's their character traits which make them different oh like the, the backstory not even that just the per the 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 superhero it's like batman not being batman but he's a superhero because he's bruce wayne and he's a billionaire right He's got the superpower of money. Oh yeah, like that's he that's pay his, a lot of people to build IKEA furniture. That's a superpower. Or the superhero has the same. He bought IKEA. <laughs> yeah, it, it's character driven. Whether it's the backstory, whether it's their personality, whether it's their what it's. There's no longer any more like unique superpowers. It's all about that character's personality and how they. That might picks that, that up. Heavy I know, yeah. Sorry, yeah sorry about that. <laughs> I tried to hide it under the thing. I didn't think it was actually getting No, nope, it definitely picked up. It's all good. But it, it's more about the backstory. It's more about the character themselves, not their superpowers, not the villain they're fighting. It's just like, oh, this character, what in the orphan stuff is, but this character is an orphan and that's their superpowers that they overcame. <laughs> that they being, don't have parents? That they, they, yeah, exactly. They can make anybody not have parents or something. I don't know. Like, that's their superpower. It what just. Was, what was the, like, the newest super. Superhero that has come out. Like, has there been any? So that's the thing. Is like, I'm not super familiar with like any of like the like uh, Stanley dies and yeah. So like, like for creativity dies with like Marvel DC. I'm not super up to speed on like any time like a new comic is like put out or if a new general you know original character is put out. I was really going with this as I've wa- I, you know I've watched a lot of uh, Japanese animation anime, and there's one series that I recently watched that like I actually think that he came up with a lot of like really unique ways to make people like they're not superheroes per se, but one of his characters has uh, the ability of infinity. 
What Which, does that mean? He can count really high? No, yep, that's exactly it. He just says one, no, it's like, two, three, four. <laughs> and then he puts five. his enemies to sleep. No, it's like, in, this, like, in this particular universe, everyone has a, a technique that either is you know, passed down through like a family lineage or whatever else. And so his is called infinity, but like basically it's like a barrier. So like the idea is that the, behind the whole technique is that there's always an infinite amount of space in between two objects. So like I believe, it, I can't remember what philosophy for it was but it's the tortoise and the hare problem of like no matter you know the tortoise starts going and the hare tries to catch up like no matter how much the hare runs it actually never actually gets to the tortoise because there's always an infinite amount of time like space in between each particular thing so oh there's two feet behind it you know now it's one foot now it's six inches now it's three inches you know etc etc so his ability is that no one can fucking touch him because he stops them with infinity because Every there's always an infinite amount of space in between him and the next person. I'm like, well, what the fuck? Like, how do one? How do you think of that? Two, like, the, how the fuck do you beat that? Like, well, no, there, nothing touches the guy. Well, there's not an infinite amount of space between the other dude's sword and that dude's. Uh, apparently, there is body. It, it it stops it every time. <laughs> like that's the weird thing. And he's just an overpowered character. You're like, holy shit! Like, who the fuck can beat this guy? Because no one can literally touch him. Nobody they, can touch him. Unless he lets them touch him, they cannot touch him. It's just like, well, I guess I guess he won. Like, he just, sorry, you can't touch me. There's got to be, he has to have some downfall. There always has to so, be some so Achilles heel, right? There, there are, like, some other things that are progressing in the storyline that do kind of bypass it. But it's still, like, he's, like, quoted as, like, the strongest. And so, like, the whole goal of... You know he's one of the good guys, but all of the bad guys. Like we just need to get rid of him because he's we, we can't fucking beat the guy. So like there is no way that they can like physically beat him, but they can seal him away or something like that. So they do that, but it's just like imagine being a character where you're like, yeah, no one can fuck with me. Like I don't give a shit. Like what are you gonna do? And I feel like that's well, like the Superman you know complex of like, well, kryptonite. But then it's like, oh well, he just stands in the sun for a little bit longer, and oh look at that, he's fine. Well, you remember the movie um, Hancock? Yeah. With Will Smith. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a very interesting take on the superhero because he was the only superhero and very much the same. Nobody can beat me. Nobody can touch me. Nobody can do anything about me. And so that it didn't give him any reason to do anything because he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, he was basically... He was immortal, fucking couldn't get hurt, all that shit. I, I think the, the evolvement of superheroes is more like with movies like a Hancock, movies like The Boys... True. Or not it's not a movie, but the show, The, the Boys show. on Amazon Prime. Have you guys watched that? Nope. I haven't watched it, but I've read a lot about it. The premise is superheroes are the celebrities of the day. So instead of it being LeBron James, yeah. it's the main character, Homelander. Uh, Homelander. Uh. Who's a who's a superhero. And so he he gets all the TV shows and the movie deals and whatever he's a, but he is a superhero, and throughout the show it the the plot develops to where the superheroes start to feel like, why are we taking orders? Why are we doing you know good when we don't have to because nobody can stop us? Mm-hmm. Type of deal. So it, it's an interesting premise where again. It's not the superheroes have any special powers, but the scenario around the superhero has changed to where it just creates a completely different dynamic in how does everybody else handle the superhero situation. 
Hmm. So the superheroes aren't actually doing anything. They're just... No, they are superheroes. Picture and they, taken. Well, they, well, they, they are, are, but it's a publicity stunt. So, yeah. for example, the Homelander, I think in one episode, flies over to the Middle East and saves a bunch of troops. Right? He goes over there, kills the bad guys, saves the troops, but there are video cameras there, and they're taking pictures, and then they use it as promotions. It's like, Homelander saves the day, you know? Yeah, that's Iron Man. And, exactly. And then they make a movie about it and, and stuff like that. So. Uh. But again, it's these guys are marketed like super or like sports or celebrity people are today, mm-hmm. but they're superheroes. And so, and again, they start to change throughout the show. So I don't know. That's where I think the involvement of the superhero is not necessarily the superheroes being creative, more so the scenario that the superheroes are in that causes tension or drama. That's just mm-hmm. what I've been seeing. And I think it's kind of an interesting take. I just want to see superheroes fight. I mean, I would agree. Like that—that that is the most entertaining about thing about any given Marvel movie or DC. Well, most DC movies suck, but that's maybe a personal opinion. But isn't Michael Keaton playing Batman again or something? I—I've I've heard something. I don't know if he actually is. I'm pretty sure that I, I saw him in a Batman suit running a commercial the other day for like the NBA playoffs or something. Wait, what? It was—it was on. The, I believe it was on ESPN, and it was a commercial that was running, and Michael Keaton was in a Batman suit talking about the playoffs or something. Interesting. That was just one that he kept from filming earlier. So they went from Christian Bale back to, or from Christian Bale to Ben Affleck, and then now back to Michael Keaton? Well, no, because it was Ben Affleck and then um, oh, uh, uh, Robert Pattinson. They get, yeah, the guy from Twilight. And then I thought... Maybe it's a multiverse thing. Maybe there's multiple Batmans, and they're going to all come <laughs> they're back. They're just going to copy that new Spider-Man movie that's coming out. Or Essentially, like, oh, this is all of the all the Batmans together. I, I I would go to watch it because I think it would be comical to see all the Batmans talking to each other in their crazy ass voices. George Clooney, Christian Bale. They're, they're like, like they're all talking to each other. Oh, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. But then the other one's like, No, I'm Batman. Because <laughs> Robert Pattinson really doesn't say anything. He's just a depressed emo kid essentially in the entire movie hey he's an orphan yeah well i guess i would be depressed at that point too <laughs> i think he's in like the flash the flash is final that, oh final, is that what he is the flash final trailer shows michael keaton's iconic batman going nuts oh is the flash out yet is that a movie or i think it's gonna be a movie oh okay anyways i don't know much about that i do want to talk about billionaire superheroes because um did you guys hear about mark zuckerberg no. Are you calling Mark Zuckerberg a superhero? He, he's well on his way. Um, Mark Zuckerberg recently decided to enter a jujitsu competition. Oh, I did see this. In which he won gold and silver medals Wait, in his uh, competition. Yeah, but they didn't tell you that they paid off the judges. He, I wouldn't be surprised. Wait, that, he, he won come on. first and second place? He in multiple I'm sure there were different divisions I don't know much about jiu-jitsu competitions I don't think it was just one big tournament I'm assuming maybe he fought in multiple weight classes or maybe there's this style of jiu-jitsu versus this style of jiu-jitsu and he competed in both I don't know but he won a gold and a silver medal Um, but my question to you before last call is how embarrassing would it be to lose a jiu-jitsu match to Mark Zuckerberg I wouldn't lose I, I couldn't like I know he's a lizard man but I'm not losing I don't I would be beyond myself I just lost a Mark Zuckerberg well I've seen like pictures of him like recently I think he also just did like a 5k or a 10k somewhere oh I saw um, that. Yeah. and I'm like he doesn't look like 
he's physically fit in general. Like, he might do some exercising, but, like, for the most part, I'm like, you can't really tell. Like, oh, yeah, that guy's, you know, I would be afraid to fight, like, go against him in a jiu-jitsu match. Like, he doesn't seem like he's really that strong or athletic. So going back to your one of our previous prompts, if you were to fight some historical figure in history... Historical figure in history. <laughs> Are you switching yours to Zuckerberg? Absolutely not. I, I think my. You're two, afraid? No, I. Sounds like you're afraid. I mean, he is a gold medalist in jiu-jitsu, so he needs. Apparently, to be yeah. Gold but, medalist. So uh, this is a story on ESPN. Oh. I, I'm not even going to try to. Mark pronounce Zuckerberg his. on ESPN. I'm not Crazy. even going to try to pronounce the name of this guy, but his last name I think is Raju. Competed Saturday in his first Brazilian jiu-jitsu competition. He opened uh, the match um, not realizing who he was fighting, looked across the mat, found out it's Zuckerberg. <laughs> he I said, would be like, he, it, let's says, go. it says, after several seconds of surprise, when he saw Zuckerberg across the mat, <laughs> he said, it took him a second <laughs> to like settle in, but then it became another match. But then he's like, after the match, he was like, what if I would have hurt this guy? It doesn't matter. That's that's part of the but, part but, of the competition. That's a I'm men- sorry, but I'm that's not dialing back. I wouldn't either. That's but see, that's a mental hurdle that you have to get over. It's like I'm about to fight Mark Zuckerberg, and what happens if I broke his leg, dislocated his shoulder, did Bad whatever? Facebook post. Yeah, <laughs> banned from Facebook. Oh, <laughs> Instagram account deleted. deleted. Yeah, like. Well, this reminds me, uh, Tom Hardy was in like a, some sort of mixed martial arts. I did. I think I saw. Th- but like that's a, that's another one where like I would be like, all right, well that's that's fucking Tom Hardy. Like uh, I'm, I might be screwed here because he is known for like you know he was in a movie about mixed martial arts. I believe it was called The Warrior. And then he like when he was playing Bane, like the dude was fucking jacked. Like he had to put he's a he's ton at least a, on. he's at least a bigger dude. Yeah. Like he's one that physically would intimidate you more so than Zuckerberg. Yeah, no, I don't give but, a shit about Zuckerberg. Like, Tom Hardy, I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. All right, well, I really got to, like, be on my A game. Like, he's a big guy. Like, I'm not going to mess around I'm assuming that. jujitsu is much like any other form of wrestling or, or mixed martial art where um, it is weight-based. So I guess if you're fighting Tom Hardy, you're as big as – you weigh the same, you know, whatever. I'm still a little bit more intimidated by him again than zuckerberg dude, he so, broke so batman's back like, so, <laughs> so again in my opinion if i lost a jujitsu match to zuckerberg i'd, I, pro- I'd probably quit i i'm probably saying maybe mm-hmm. jujitsu is not my thing <laughs> mm-hmm. so i thought that story was interesting because again it made uh, made news like on, that was an espn article i was i was referencing there so I, I just I couldn't I don't think I could live I think I'm quitting jujitsu and I'm taking up synchronized swimming or something maybe that's more my <laughs> speed I don't know swimming. but it's that time of the night what's on time I gave you a compliment earlier let's rewind it's that time of the night what time of the night is it it is the last call last call this is the last call for oh. alcohol this oh, is this part of it Kind of. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Drink up, drink up, drink up. Trying to cheat. Order again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the last call on the last call podcast where every week we do a little something different. Uh, I did realize after we did last call last week, it was very much a visual thing. And we've done that before, but 
I, I can only imagine what people listening to, to the podcast are. I can't see it. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, look, <laughs> at all the, look at all of these pictures of stunt doubles that they can't see. I, I'm, well, beh- I'm behind on my clips. I'm going to try to get some of the newer ones. So, like, that one's on the queue. So, I'm going to try to get some of those clips up that I can uh, I can post. You know if you're listening to the podcast, you should, you should be. Well, you should. But <laughs> you should also watch it live on the actual podcast get the visuals it's it's much better that way so i'll try to be better about putting clips on the last call podcast t-h-e you didn't let me finish don't listen to our audio based Uh, format idiots we watch it t-h-e-e last call podcast on instagram just saying twitch is where you're gonna get the more of the the better content well and then they they help drive the content right if you if you listen to it live on typically on fridays again today's was a saturday super saturday thank you very much but the audience can help drive the conversation by making comments we'll shout you out and um It just picks it up. It just wants to hear the beer pouring into the... I can't help it. I'm pretty sure that mic is in the mug. (laughs) (laughs) It's a mic sponsored by Budweiser. Every time I crack it away, you got to hear this nice crisp pour. This week's last call is brought to us by Sean. Sean. What do you got? It is so it's it's a it's a little bit of an exercise, uh, but I need to prep. exercise. Okay, I haven't done that in a while. Stretching. Yeah, it, it, you guys have to fucking fight Mark Zuckerberg. I brought him <laughs> here. Everybody, get in here. Um, no, so I need to preface it with: Do you guys know what the Voyager program was by NASA? The uh, the the satellite that went out and out and out, and it's still going. Well, it's a space probe, but yeah, you got it. Um, in the in the late seventies, is it not a satellite? It's a space probe. Well, okay, satellite probe, whatever. <laughs> Two different functions. Um, but yes, there was a program Voyager One and Voyager Two uh, in the late seventies. I believe both of them were launched out uh, on the summer of seventy seven. And you know, the idea was that we would gather more data on outer planetary stuff that was out there but there were two things that were attached to both of these probes that i don't know if a lot of people know about but there was there was two golden phonograph records attached mm. to each one that contained a lot of different stuff um that they put on those records for anyone that may find the space probes so it contained images music uh, sounds of the earth and then greetings uh, and a lot of this stuff was played through you know like I believe they put like they even had uh, languages that were no longer spoken on there and so pretty crazy idea so now I'm going to say for you two you guys are my team I am a billionaire that I want to launch my own space probe and I need you guys to provide me with what you want to put on this record that we're going to send out so if someone finds it and they can get a good idea of what earth's all about the so it could last be, call podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Well, the, if you want to know anything about the Midwest, yeah. Yeah, we're, this is what we do. <laughs> so I would like you guys to put together, you know, you can spitball. You know, it's, it's a freeform thing. You know, I know I didn't give you guys this prompt before this, so I kind of wanted it more off the cuff, like just immediate reaction. Like, oh, I want this on there. I want this on there. Just, so just kind of go through what you would include. And like now that we have the technology of 2023, you know, we don't have to worry about you know things like oh yeah we got to etch this on a, a phonograph or anything like that. You know we can have all the cool stuff like video games or anything else. So essentially, we're just creating a time capsule that we send out in space. Cool. Okay. That's now it could, uh, be, it could be visual. It could be audio. It could be anything. It could be anything. That's, that's, any, any medium it, that we okay. have. essentially okay. just a flash drive, a, a hard drive that we're sending out in space. My question is: Do you guys think that 
an advanced alien civilization would have the means to translate our English into whatever they would, however they would communicate. I mean, like, like it baffles me how scientists or his, uh, historians have gone back and found languages and then been able to decipher what those languages were actually trying to say into what we speak today. So it, it was the hieroglyphs. They spoke in pictures and they would tell stories, but then you didn't know who the people in the hieroglyphs were. So like, how did they figure out who the people in the hieroglyphs were versus that? Uh, the the it's all guesses. What is that? The Rosetta Stone. That's a thing, right? Where it like was a way that historians were able to translate languages through multiple languages or something. Anyways. you're such a into this well no it's just it's something that if we were to send out greetings from earth if the the aliens yeah like what what is so like on on the record they have like etched in it you know a kind of a visual guide on how someone should play it um but they also uh they put like other information that like us an advanced civilization would know like that would be required to be able to like do space travel and stuff like that so i believe like on somewhere on there they have like the half-life of a given atom and they'd be like oh yeah you can calculate how long this took to get here based on that because it's a you know (coughs) elements are common throughout the universe like everything's made up of something that you know we like there's no nothing really specific to earth that's like oh that's not what's not made there made there etc etc so like they're they're really just banking on a, a very highly intelligent other life to be like, oh yeah, no, we're we're already doing interstellar space travel, so like we can easily, you know, go through this and be like, oh yeah, we know how to do this. Okay, uh, number one, um, something that I think is deep, deeply ingrid- embedded in our culture, uh, Cardi B, W A P, the and Megan the Stallion, um, the official music video. I think this clearly defines our culture and uh, All right, well, I, yeah. shows what we're about. I'm actually afraid that that might start a, a alien invasion slash nuclear war. <laughs> like they, they said these people don't deserve to live it's, anymore. Oh, I was going to say, they're either going to take it one of two ways. They're either going to come or they're going to be like, no, we need to get rid of this. This is a plague on the universe. <laughs> It's a very interesting first choice for a song slash music video to put on the, put on this capsule. Can I give a, an, an actual one here? Yes. Um, I am gonna give because it's May and because I like racing oh, and cars. It is going to be Jim Neighbors singing "Back Home Again" in Indiana in 2014 for the final time. All right, I get. It. I think that's it. Was a very special moment. And I thought it was cool. I got to be there for it. So for me, it's very special. So I'm sending that out there into the space. Dude, I can't think of anything because I. <laughs> oh, please. I, <laughs> I know you can. You're lying. No, I can think. <laughs> Some IKEA instructions. I'm literally just trying to think of what would be worth sending at all. That, uh, that, well, I hired you. How about to your do Bitcoin this. wallet? Yeah. Here's this useless hunk of junk. You don't know. By the time somebody gets it, it might be worth a lot more. I mean, and again, everything that I'm going to say is based around like the United States. It's not going to be based on global whatever. Sure. So, yeah, yeah. Um, dude, I 
Are you just completely blank? I'm the only no, one. No, I adding. I'm trying anything? to think of what I can say without going too dark because I, I I just had a joke. <laughs> I had a joke there Jesus. first. I had a joke, Why but the I'm fuck not. Did gonna... I hire you? <laughs> I you did. <laughs> That's... You remember we were talking about stupid things that billionaires did with their money. Yeah, <laughs> this I, would be this, this is mine. <laughs> this is clearly yours. Yeah, fuck. Um. I mean. <laughs> It's so dumb. Just sending like a football. Just <laughs> like <laughs> just. I'm glad I'm sponsoring billions of dollars to just like, and you choose a, like a fucking Nerf football to put in there. Like, oh, thanks, Thompson. Oh, a Nerf football. I didn't oh, even think of Nerf. God. A Nerf football is even better. The one that whistles when you yeah. throw it. <laughs> fucking swear to God. You had all of that time. And you come up with football, not even like a videotape of people playing football, <laughs> just the football itself. I'd love to see what they do with it. <laughs> not. <laughs> Unbelievable! God damn it, dude! I wasted all this, I wasted all this money for this, and you put I, okay, I, I, okay. I would Mark Zuckerberg did you two throw you? I saw you walk up in that capsule, put a fucking football in there. Wow! I do like a Nerf football better than an actual football. I think that's a better because Nerf <laughs> Nerf has had such an impact on society. I don't think you realize. I, I apparently don't. Thompson's probably sending a, a lawnmower out there without gas in it. He's, he's like, yeah, there's always see. gas in it. There's always gas in it. This this probe will go forever because there's always gas in the lawnmower. Therefore, it always has fuel. You gotta get gotta get to where you're going somehow. Jesus All right, you go again. Let me think of something else. Go. Oh my gosh. Um, probably. Uh, oh man, what would be another good one? I, I I'm stuck on audio. And I'm thinking the, uh, what is that, 1985 or 86 or something like that, the We Are the World soundtrack oh. <laughs> for Africa. Yeah. no, yeah. That would be good. I mean, that, that, would, that would be that would, that'd be This solid. is us. This is us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, you want to put a basketball in there now? What's going on? <laughs> Maybe baseball? I don't know. Some Play-Doh? <laughs> Play-Doh would be good. Jesus Christ, Thompson. It's not that hard. Just pick something you like and put it in there. Outside of, it's not a football. I'm trying to make it meaningful. Because <laughs> you didn't like my last answer. Um, <laughs> Billions of dollars. I want, <laughs> I want to put a 10,000-piece Lego set of Earth. <laughs> So not only are they fucking confused, now they got to figure out how to put our planet together. You are the worst scientist that I ever fucking hired. I don't know why I did this. This is just all this crap shoot. Warner's the only one taking this seriously. <laughs> oh, he's ending it. A football he's and some Legos. It. Fuck it. Send them. Those aliens are going to have a great time. All right. My next, my last one. I'm setting up some, something about crops. Like how to grow them. Like instructions on how to yeah. how to grow Cultivate. them. What, what, you know, corn. Potatoes, tomatoes, Soybeans. greens, beans, tomatoes, tomatoes, <laughs> whatever, you know. Showing how to grow those. And this is what we live off of. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah, you want to throw out, like, what, like, piece of pie? I don't know at this point. <laughs> I don't know. This is how you use a can of whipped cream. Yeah. <laughs> the Mayflower, except mini in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Fired. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm about to let you go, bud. Sorry. <laughs> it's not me. It's you. 
<laughs> oh gosh. Was, we're not, sending the soundtrack out with it now. <laughs> yeah. I was not prepared. <laughs> we're not. Alright, off the cup reaction. Not good for Thompson. Uh, for the last call. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I, I had fun. I'm glad. I'm glad. We'll be back next week. Uh, follow us at the The Last Call Podcast on Instagram. I'll post when we're going to be live, clips from the episodes. Um, but thank you for joining us on this Saturday for the Last Call Podcast. I'm Aaron. That's Nick. That's Sean. And we hope you have a great fucking weekend. Jackets, move it to the exits. I hope you have found a friend. Closing time, every new beginning comes from some other beginnings. And yeah, I know who I want to take me home. I know who I want to take me home. Take me home, take me home